Blog Talk Radio. In my helmet, cleats, and shoulder pads Standing in the huddle Listening to the call Fans going crazy for the boys of fall Hey everybody, uh, welcome to the fifth quarter with Coach Johnson I'm your host Dave Johnson uh, Tonight we're going to have uh, Ebony Kimbrough from the Carolina Queens joining us about 9.30 Eastern Time. Um, talk about her team and the game that's coming up weekend. With, uh, they're traveling to Jacksonville, Florida to play the North Florida Pumas. And uh, that ought to be a great matchup. Uh, it's going to be a great weekend of, of football. We just had a uh, huge, huge time this past weekend and Bristol, Tennessee, with the USWFL kickoff classic. If you didn't come to the game or or watch them on live stream, uh, you missed a couple of really good football games. Um, So if anybody out there uh, didn't uh, listen, that didn't uh, or that was at the game or watched it on live stream, you want to holler in tonight after Ebony. Uh, call me after Ebony goes off. Uh, give me a call, 657-383-1020. We'll talk a little bit about it. Uh, if anybody out there wants to call in and talk, I know a lot of these uh, women don't get the opportunity much to talk about women's football, so we'd love to hear from you. Uh, so give us a shout. Like I say, Ebony's going to call in around 930. Um Getting back to the games, uh, uh, unfortunately, we fell just short to the uh, North Florida Pumas, 27 to 25. We come up about a foot short of the goal line to tie on a two-point conversion to uh, force double overtime. Uh, man, it, it was a heck of a game. I'll have to say it was probably the best game I've ever been a part of. Um, playing or coaching it you know i say that seems like every year we sort of have one of those games but to me this was really that type of game i mean two different um styles of teams they they did exactly uh what we thought they would do and we just still couldn't um you know just couldn't stop them when we needed to the most but uh that team has really really come on um their uh, organization is uh, is really doing a good job. I talked to one of the coaches. I think her name was Coach Shelley um, before the game. Me and her had a long conversation. If that's not her name, I'm sorry, but I believe that's what she told me it was. Um, me and her had a long conversation uh, before the game and, and talked about things, and we sort of – we have a lot of the same goals and the same – ideas and the way we like to do things in mind and 
Um, you know, my I, I I can't tell you enough how much I hate to lose. I'm just here to tell you people that know me know I, I hate hate to lose. But you know, when you get beat and people are out there doing exactly what you're doing and working as hard to to build their program from scratch like they did last year. I mean, I know they've got players from other teams, first one they another, but a lot of rookies, new organization, putting it all together. And you're doing things like they they did. Got to be happy for them. Not that I'm happy to lose, but I'm I'm happy for them because they're doing things the right way. And I I love it when uh, people do things the right way. Um, and and so you know as much as sad as I was for my team uh, because we lost, I, I'm as happy for them um, to win the game. You know I'm I'm on them. I've learned over the years. I can't say I've always been this way. But I've learned over the years, um, you got to take the good, the bad, and the bad with the good. And I said it, I don't know how many weeks in a row on this show, that the teams in the USWFL are good. Um, and if anybody watched any of those games on live stream or came to the game, you, you've seen it. Uh, they, these teams are, are good. Um, there's all, It's going to be hard. Wins are going to be hard to come by, and uh, when you lose one like that, that that sure sure hurts. But hey, all in the same sentence, they did what they needed to do to to win the game, and uh, we didn't do what we needed to do to win the game. And uh, it was it was just a great game. All right, that's all I can say. Uh, I think there's been over 1,200 viewers that have watched it on the on the live stream which I hear is great. I, I don't know. I'm not a, um, you know, I'm a hands-on in the dirt kind of guy. I don't do the social media and the uh, tech stuff and all that, but I'm, I've heard that's pretty good. Um, so thank everybody for watching that. And uh, I don't know about the other games. I haven't checked on them, but um, that, that was a heck of a game. Um, they had players. You know, making plays. We had players making plays on defense and offense, and you know that's just these matchups up. And I, I'm, I know people gonna sit there and say, "Yeah, he's he's tooting his own horn and all that," but I've said it on here several times as well. Hey, I think we've got some great matchups. We, I think we've paired these teams up really well to, uh, you know, have some great games, and it sure was. I mean, I'm telling you, it was a great battle. Um, unfortunately, if you're a Thunder fan, player, coach, whatever, we we didn't get it done. Uh, we come up short, and and they didn't. And hey, my hats off to them. They're they're a great organization. Um, showed class in every kind of way, um, you know. And so, I know it's a lot easier too when you win, but still, it. Uh, you know, and I think you've never won a game. I don't know their whole situation, but I don't think they've ever won again. Hey, I remember we won our first game. I was so happy. I I couldn't, uh, you know, hardly shake hands with anybody either. So I, I understand. But um, hey, it, it was a it was a really good game. So well, maybe next time. And the second game, which I think would have been just as good as the first and third game. Um, between the Detroit Pride and the Fayetteville Fierce, actually 
was canceled due to the Detroit team having some mechanical issues with the bus. Um, not sure of all the details of that yet, but they they couldn't make it, and uh, we tried to uh, wait on them, actually moved the, the third game up an hour, um, but in the end they couldn't make it, and uh, we had to uh, had to cancel that game between them. But then the third game, which turned out to be the second game, after Lady Gators, turned out to be a just just about like the game between uh, the Thunder and the Pumas. Um, I know right before half, uh, I announced part of that game, and right before half, the Gators uh, made a goal line stand to keep them from scoring uh, right before half. And then at the end of the game, they made another uh, goal line stand to, to keep them out of the end zone in regulation to win that game. So, you know, I, I really believe that if we could have, you know, got the Detroit team there, that, that those three games were going to be, uh, you know, just all all evenly, you know, matched. So it was uh, it was great day of football in general. But you go back and watch that uh, uh, Capital City Savages. The North Florida, or excuse, the Hampton Rose Lady Gators, I'm sorry, game. And they had some big plays, too, on both sides of the ball. That uh, Crystal Crep girl for the Savages, she's a good running back, really strong, played some really good defense. But uh, the Hampton Rose defense, they sort of held her in check. I mean, I don't know how many yards rushing she had, but it wasn't a lot. I mean, they were all over, boy. And, uh, I know in the, I know in the first half I, I didn't really get to see the end of the second half or the final part of that game. Um, I actually had to turn over the announcing to uh, my assistant coach Mike Wallace or, or uh, Cody Jackson. One uh, I can't remember, but I didn't get to see the end of that game. And uh, I but the first half she couldn't get it punched in and. Uh, so the Gators went on to win that game in the seven. So I, I mean, it come down to the wire. There's two two really really good games. These organizations, uh, you know, everybody sort of mirrors one another. I think by sort of the way we set it up and and uh, the way the way we want to do things. So you know, and that's what we were hoping for was to get the get the parity right, and uh, it, it really was a, a great game. And then the third, which turned out to be the – or the fourth, which turned out to be the third uh, last game of the day between the Houston Heat and the Washington Prodigy. And, you know, the Heat, they put up a, a good fight early. You know, I mean, it uh, – uh, they, they really did. It – I know they held the prodigy out on the first drive and uh, took the ball inside their own five and actually drove out their own end zone and, and picked up at least one first down. I can't remember exactly, but they put up a good fight early. And with everything, you know, that I heard that they were without several key players, um, I don't know exactly who they were without. 
um, not making any excuses. The Prodigy is a really good football team. Let me let me just tell you that first and foremost. Um, they're a really good football team, but uh, I believe that uh, Houston was without some maybe some key receivers. I'm not sure, but the quarterback for the Houston Heat. Um, she looked really good. I actually was watching her in warm-ups, and uh, while we did a little 30-minute uh, show talking to some uh, players from that USWFL kickoff classic, and I was motioning to them, some of my players that were on the show, I was motioning to them to watch her down there on the field so she could really, uh, really throw the ball. I don't have no idea who she is what her name was or anything, but she looked like she was a uh, really good quarterback. So I, I think I think the Houston team's going to be all right. They're a, they're a new organization as well. Um, I mean, I know they've got a – of course, that quarterback ain't no rookie, I guarantee it. Um, they've got a few players that's played before, but there are a lot of, you know, brand-new players as well. I mean, this is – every team is, is – sort of going through the same thing, I would say, besides the prodigy. Um, and we're all playing green and young players that have never played before. And I'm going to tell you something. When, when you do that, it's a learning curve, and you're going get, to get a lot of mistakes that you ordinarily um, wouldn't, wouldn't get from, you know, what people call veterans or whatever, however you want to call them. So it, it's going to be – um, ups and downs, and we've already seen it on both sides of the ball from from all the teams. Now, so I think the Houston team's going to be all right in time. They get all their players there and get everybody in the uh, system and the situation they need. I, I believe they're going to be okay. The the prodigy, of course, they they won the game. I, I don't even know what the uh, score was, and. Uh, but they they look like they were in, in just uh, rare form, you know, from last year. Don't look like they they've missed a beat. Um, after that first initial drive, they drove all the way down inside the five, I think, and didn't get it in on fourth. And, and uh, they did give up maybe one. I know they gave up one first down, maybe two. I can't remember, but. They they played really really well. They got a really really good running back, Gnat. Um, I think her name G N A T T. Um, she's really good, and uh, she she took it from several different spots on the field. She took it all the way in. Um, but their line is is exceptional well, and I mean they just got a, a really good team, and. Uh, like I said, I don't know what the score was, 38, maybe more than that. I'm not sure. Um, but, I, you know, as far as our our league and the teams in our league and stuff, uh, the Washington Prodigy is what, is what all the teams in the league should uh, be after, you know, wanting to be like. I mean, they really, they're, they're hands and above ever, everybody else at least that day, you know, what I've seen. And, and that's just a, you know, a tribute to their organization. I mean, they 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 got it going on. I'm just here to tell you. I said it, you know, when those girls that was on here last week um, talking, I told them they had a great organization, and, hey, man, they do. 
I mean, it it really was. So um, they they I just love the everything is is just like unified. You go there um, or you go watch them. Everybody they're in a routine. Nobody has to be told what to do. It's it's just automatic. I mean, you don't get that by not practicing. You don't get that by not this one. You don't get that by not uh, being there, being ready to go. So hey. Everybody, you wanna uh, you wanna call yourself a great organization, the Washington Prodigies. That that's what you ought to be looking at. <clears throat> so, I know I'd share like the to reach just the not just the uh, build their playability, but just the way they conduct themselves as a whole. You know, from the coaching staff, I watched the players uh, that were standing on the sideline. Uh, if they weren't in the game, they were still standing up right there. They all were standing on the line, just like these um, people in the service where they were all standing on the line right there, their helmets on and chin straps buckled, just waiting on the coach to uh, call their name. When the offense or the defense was out there, offensive line was sitting there ready to go. Uh, when they hollered offense here, the center went. She already had a game ball in her hand and uh, giving it to the ref as she went out there. Uh, it, it's just, hey, look, it's just a first-class deal. I can't say enough about it. Um, you know, I want to want to give them all the praise that, uh, um, you know, that I can because they, they've worked hard for it, uh, you know, and uh, that uh, that's, what it's, that's what it's about. So I, I can't lie, I envy them, you know, uh, being able to to do what they do, um, so great job, great great job to them. Now getting, you know, getting back to uh, some of these some of these games that was you know was played earlier, and uh, you know it's like the uh, Capital City Savages. They come in there and they really uh, they had their their stuff together. I mean, they all come in there matching uh, sweatsuits or um, I don't know, attire, I guess, you know, you can call it um, the uh, uh, T-shirt, sweatpants, whatever you want to call it. Everybody matched, set up there together, coaches. Uh, they had nice, nice uniforms. Um, that matched the bus. I mean, really, it, it was it was a thing of beauty. I mean, whether it's your color, your team, or not, hey, you gotta. I always say you you gotta respect greatness and 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 good things, no matter who it is, and whether they're your uh, opponent or your or your team or whatever. They uh, they really looked uh, professional rolling in there. Again, I envy that. You know. Um, it's it's nice to see that. It's nice to see that people in a sport where I where I hear all the time, well, we're not getting paid anything. We eat this and another. Well listen. There's people all over the world that have hobbies and do things they love to do that cost them hundreds and hundreds of dollars every weekend. So you know, just because you're not getting paid don't mean you don't have to give 100% or don't mean you want to uh, go over and be the oddball and the rest of your teammates looking at the, looking like this and here you don't want to do it just because, you know, I ain't getting paid, I ain't going to do this. 
that's the worst attitude in the world to have, you know. And uh, uh, um, so, let's see, you know, why why would you want to do that? And uh, you know, I, I just don't get it. And I I feel that a lot of teams are that way. And uh, Oh, even us. I mean, I, I love the fact this this is one thing that I really, really loved about the way the uh, savages traveled is they. And I know it costs a lot of money, people. Trust me, I know all too well how much having a women's football team costs. Trust me, I know. But when you got I know the Savages got like three GMs. They got an owner and like three GMs. Somebody's out there really working hard and doing a, a good job with sponsors or raising money or something because they all rolled in on the charter bus. I love that. I wish that we could do that um, with with our team. I love the fact that they all travel together. Um, I'm, I don't know. I'm sure they let them rest. Some on the way down, and at some point in time uh, during that bus ride, they probably went over some. There's a team. You can get back there. You can talk to some of these players. You can actually watch some of this film going down the road. I love it. I'm telling you, I love that. Um, I know it costs a lot of money. Again, that's just going the extra mile for your organization. I told the um, April Crip, which is their GM, one of their GMs, which was. Uh, on the show last week as well, I told her, uh, um, you know, who, how much I really appreciated the way they handled themselves and the way they look and, uh, you know, all that. So, uh, you know, it's a, it's a good, good thing to, uh, see, you know what I mean? Um, so, you got to love that, whether uh, uh, you're for them or not. And uh, so my hat's off to them. So I say first class. You know, it's like I was uh, talking with Jordy uh, Granger a little bit today, GM of the North Florida Pumas, same way. You know, they they rolled in in, in three, three big vans. They traveled together. Didn't have a bunch of girls driving to the game stuff. I love it. I mean, I'm telling you, I absolutely love it. These, these teams and uh, organizations have have got it to um, got it together. So um, I'm I, I'm still trade. I, I want to get there. Trust me, I want to get there. You know, that's the thing. We um, we're in the we're in the situation um, where we don't have you know two or three gym. We don't have a bunch of people out there uh, willing to come and help us in that kind of manner. Uh, so these teams, man, they got it going on. And I have no that neither either one of those teams are going to be successful. Um, you know, just like the Hampton Roads Lady Gators. You know, I talked to Katisha um time or two um, at the game and then and yesterday. Hey, they got it. They got it going on. She, you know, she's telling me, hey, we're, uh, you know, we got things planned. We know we got a tough game this week. We're we're working. We're we're trying to get ready. This is this is what I've been talking about on this show every Tuesday night, just about. 
is is the seriousness of these owners and and the coaches and GMs of these teams of doing things right, raising the level, raising that bar to get you know up there of what it should be instead of so many teams just well just get there the best way you can you know and then to get there you're hoping well, I hope enough to get here. You know, I mean, we've only got one team band, and naturally we can't haul everybody and coaches and all that. So there's going to be players driving and all that. But you know what? Here uh, we're already finding out, hey, who's riding the van, who's driving, here's what time we're meeting. You know, we sort of have a plan, even though we're all not going exactly together. And I and I know uh, who's going when they'll be there and that, instead of just, you know, saying, well, we'll see you there. Um, you know, I I was uh, – Jennifer played um, on the team before, and we actually went to Jacksonville or to play the Jacksonville Dixie Blues. And uh, one of the girls, uh, 12, three of the girls, was in a car and uh, following some other people, and I didn't even know these people. I mean, I just – just Jennifer was playing, and – they didn't even really – we were already uh, above Jacksonville, almost to the Georgia line, and they call us and, and say their car broke down. And, you know, well, they called the people I was with, and they said, well, hey, are you, you know, are you with the GM? Ain't you behind the GM? Well, I was, but she left me the tools, said she had to get on back. And I thought to myself, are you kidding me? Your your so-called friend, your so-called general manager, leaves you some tools to get your car fixed and says, i got to get on back. I, I, that's, that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about, people. And little behold, I talked to people with and in the car with. We rode down there with a couple of girls that played. I told them, I said, hey, turn around. Well, do you know how far we are up front? I said, turn around. We go back down there. I fixed her dang car myself, and they didn't even know who I was. But that's the way you do things where I'm from. You know, that's the way you do your teammates. That's the way you do as an organization. And the highest person in the organization leaves you sitting there stranded in Jacksonville, Florida, from Chattanooga, Tennessee. Now, if that ain't wrong in all sorts of ways, I cannot tell you, people, how bad that is. And the the only person that they know the least made the people turn around and go back so I could fix their car for them. So, you know what? I, I'm all for these organizations. Look, I told Jordy today, Jordy Granger, hey, we may, we may have teams, but when we have to separate those. And I have and anybody that can't see or respect things of greatness, when you see it going on by raising that bar, then then you're you got blinders on it, bad trouble. Because we all have to bond together to help women's football. That's what we're talking about here. And it looks like we all are on the same page so far, um, getting this year started. And I'm real happy about that. I mean, I'm serious. I'm just, I'm real. Uh, Excited about it, and uh, I hope everybody else is too. Um, so before I think um, Ebony's going to call here in just a few minutes, uh, I do have a question here. 
the video guy. I too would like to see the coaches show stream live on Facebook. Um, I guess they could. Uh, um, how do uh, how do we go about finding that out? How do we go about getting those questions answered? Uh, somebody let me know that <laughs> I'd be sick to death of that. But uh, hey, I'm I'm forward. I don't know. I can talk behind this phone. I don't know if I can talk with the video camera in my face, but hey, you never know. You, I guess you can learn. Uh, but so uh, anyway, um, we're. Uh, we're excited, as you can tell my voice. I know uh, we didn't win the game. Uh, things, you know, we had trouble getting Detroit there. And, um, but everything else went went great. I mean, it takes a lot to pull to pull that off. And uh, that that is a nice, nice facility. Every coach, every GM, every person, player, all that that I talked to said, hey, what a great field, what a great facility, uh, what a nice little town, uh, just just everything, you know what I mean? And and that's what that's what I'm happy about. Uh, look, I want to win football games, people, don't get me wrong. I, I want to more than anything, but we, we're going to win as a whole here, whether I win any games or not, we're going to win as a whole by getting uh, women's football better. Uh, and that's what that's what the ultimate goal is, is uh, because if we don't get it all together as one, then we all lose. I mean, you might win some games, but you're essentially going to lose the battle. And uh, that's what we want to do. Uh, when my time is up and, and no more – coaching or having a team or something, I look back and say, hey, you know what, I did everything I could uh, to help the sport. And that's that's what I'm after. Um, so and you never know when those, when those days might be. Um, you don't never know uh, when those things come. You know, it's like all these players, you know, they talk about, you know, retiring and this, that, and the other. Well, they, they don't. I mean, they have an idea, but, you know, sometimes just something hits them and says, hey, you know, now this. So I just want to make sure that uh, I leave what I think I leave is uh, women's football in better shape than uh, it was when I when I found it. So, um, you know, maybe, maybe we can. Uh, now, I know that the, the IWFL officially kicks off this coming weekend. The WFA officially kicks off this coming weekend. Now, the WFA did have a game this past weekend, if I'm not mistaken. Again, don't quote me. I don't keep up with all this stuff on Facebook and all that. But I believe it was the Tampa Bay Inferno that uh, played the Atlanta Phoenix. And from what I hear, it was the Phoenix won 7-6 and a controversial call. So, not sure if that's accurate or not. That's just what I heard. Um, I do know that Dallas Elite is going to play a team in Austin this weekend, and I think maybe in a week or two or three, I think they're supposed to uh, be back on the show. So uh, looking forward to that. Now, as far as the this coming up week, the games in the USWFL, we're going to be talking to Miss Ebony Kimbrough from the Carolina Queens. Her team is traveling to Jacksonville to play the 
North Florida Pumas uh, coming off a big win this week. It's going to actually be the Carolina Queens' first game. They could play last week, so uh, they're they're traveling down there. I'm I'm sure it's going to be a great game as well. Um, seen Ebony's team play before. They're a good tough team. The Pumas are a good tough team, so I, I have no doubt it's going to be another uh, great. So. The uh, Tennessee Diamondbacks, they're also playing their first game this week in Lansing, Michigan. They're traveling up there to uh, take on the Capital City Savages. I heard that uh, they're calling for a lot of snow up there. I know I go up there every week to miss uh, Indiana, and uh, there was about six or eight inches of snow up there when I went up on Sunday afternoon. So I'd say they might get a bunch of snow, and that would be a fun, great game to play in and uh, be a part of. That is also the Diamondbacks' first game. Really don't have any idea what their team is uh, about or like. They've sort of kept hush-hush. I do know that the Capital City Savages, they're going to be hungry for a win after uh, getting beat by the Hampton Roads Lady Gators this past weekend. So um, those that games are going to be a first for the Queens and the Diamondbacks. Then the Tri-City Thunder travels to Fayetteville, North Carolina to take on the Fayetteville Fierce. Um, you know, I can't say uh, how how much that uh, our team needs to win. I mean, it's just, you know, you go – you start 0-2 in your division, and, uh, man, you're in trouble. I mean, right now, um, each team right now controls their own destiny. You know, I mean, Fayetteville got the win last weekend, not the kind of win that they wanted, but they got the win. So uh, they didn't get to play. I'm sure they're uh, mad about that. I don't blame them. I've been upset, too. Uh, so I feel like that's going to be another – a big-time battle uh, between the Thunder and the Fierce. And then, the, like I said, the Hampton Roads Lady Gators travel uh, Washington, D.C. to uh, take on the Washington Prodigy. And uh, we know what kind of uh, tough task that's going to be. Uh, like I said, I talked to Kentisha, and, um She knows how good the Prodigy is. Um, she she knows how good her team is. She knows, you know, they got eight. They got a lot of work to do, and uh, still pulled off the win. They look good at times as well. So it's going to be some uh, great games. Now the Houston Heat and the Detroit Pride are both off this weekend. Um, so uh, you know it's uh, set up for some uh, some more great matchups. In uh, in women's football this weekend. So uh, anybody out there listening that follows the IWFL or uh, the WFA, um, you can send us some scores next week as you hear them or know about them. I'll be happy to to read them off on here. Um, I talked to Dana Farling the other day, one of the IWFL executive council people, and and. Uh, She's the one that told me their kickoff this weekend. I told her that, you know, I, I was going to announce it. And, um, like I said, we're about women's football. This is not about one league and one team here. So, um, But now I don't – I'm not a social media person, so I don't follow 
all that. So, you know, anybody wants to uh, let me know uh, before the show or whatever, I write these down. Uh, I'll be glad to announce your teams or teams you follow, the scores, and who won what, no matter what league you can. So, uh, you know, be happy to, to <clears throat> do all that. So, uh, if you happen to be um, around and interested in hearing that, you can uh, help us out with it. So, um, I don't know, have any idea where any of those teams are playing. I know. The only reason I know about the Dallas Elite is when they were on the show, they were talking to uh, uh, me about going to Austin because I asked them about their home game, and they said they didn't want to overlook their, you know, their their opponent they had this weekend. So I didn't uh, I didn't forget exactly who they were playing, but uh, I remember exactly who they were playing, but. I did know it was somebody in Austin. So uh, if anybody knows and wants to correct me on that, I'll be uh, glad to glad to hear it. Because uh, while we're waiting on Miss Ebony to uh, call in, if anybody else out there is listening that wants to call in before she does, uh, give us a call, 653-3310, and uh, we'll be glad to talk or uh, answer any questions. So, um just give me a holler. I know this, uh, I don't know anything about the live streaming. Like I said, I'm not a social media uh, person, but I know that it must be a good thing because there's there's been a lot of people uh, watching those games that were really excited about it. Um, I did get to uh, announce some of those games and, and it's like the producer of this show here sending me a message saying, is that you out here announcing that game? Yeah, believe it or not. Uh, I'm multitasking today, but um, those are those are great ways to follow your team if you can't, you know, make the game. Um, so I don't, like I said, I, I don't know a whole lot about it, but I know it's, it's a good We watch a lot of, uh, like the WFA championships, for instance, last year, um, the, we watched those on live stream. The All-Star game, uh, things of that nature. Maybe it was the IWFL championship as well. You know, hey, we couldn't get to Utah, but uh, we watched it on live stream. So, you know, it's starting to be, uh, seems like it's starting to grow, and that's another thing that, you know, can help women's football in general. And you know, that brings me to another good good uh, idea here, something to talk about, is it seems like everywhere you turn and every way you turn, nobody wants to help you do anything. I, I don't get it. it. It really is every other sport. You take a high school sport, a high school team. I played on a high school team that was terrible. I tell you, we were terrible. And the whole the whole time I was in high school, we won two football games. We were terrible. I didn't like it. I still hate it today. But we were terrible. We still filled the stands. We had people begging to help, fighting to announce, fighting to uh, help, work the gates, everything else. Man, we host a great event. We we uh, win a championship last year. We had to. I mean, fight just to find some help, you know. Uh, 
try to get people to come and watch. And, man, I'm telling you, I've been a part of football for ages. That There was no better game ever than the one I was in a part of the other day. Uh, the the lady, Katisha Simpsons, from the Hampton Road Lady Gator, she said, man, we were on the edge of our seats sitting up there watching that game. It was going back and forth, back and forth. That's why we can't get uh, people coming and people excited about this. I, um, I'm, I'm missing the point here. I, I, I just really don't get it because I'm going to tell you something. I've been to way a lot of football games in my life that was nowhere near as good as that, that I paid a lot of money to get in to see and didn't really get anything in return. Um, so to play in a nice facility like that, have it live stream, have good announcers, uh, good teams, everything, I, I don't get it, people. I, I mean, I know I'm probably preaching to the choir. You're, if you're a listener to this show and all that, you're probably saying, hey, man, I'm with you. But we're, what are we going to have to do to get this where we need it? You know what I'm saying? What, why do we have to struggle so hard? I mean, it's like this. I'll give you a, a prime example. I go support when actually I had I had the uh, some of the players on here from the Murray Hughes Middle School lines. Okay, I go support them for. All season long. I mean, drove to Sevierville three times, uh, watched them play. Drove numerous times to around Greenville, which is an hour away. Drove all summer and went to watch my nephews play ball, basketball at King College in tournaments in summer camp. Um, everywhere to watch these people play ball. Parents, people fighting to help get in, all that. I don't know how much money I spent going, don't care. You know what? I send all these people that I go support messages. Hey, we're having that big deal this weekend with the league and having all these great teams there. And, uh, hey, you might want to come watch. Guess what? Never heard nothing back from none of them. Not one. Not one single person. Now, all during the year, my phone was blowing up. Boy, we're playing here tonight. We're playing there tonight. We're doing this. We're doing that. Yeah, man, come on here. I sent them a message. I ain't heard a word. Not the first person showed up. Why? You just tell me why. The Tri-City Thunder right there in their hometown, we're going to play four home games. Who knows what's going to happen in the playoffs. May or may not uh, uh, make the playoffs or play at home. May or may not make the championship that we're hosting. You play four home games. All these same people that I took a lot of my time, missed a lot of things, spent a lot of money, went and seen, they want to come support women's football. You'll see them drive everywhere to support anything else, and they ain't worth 10 cents. Um, yeah, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm on my soapbox because I've been – I've been mad about it, not just this past weekend, all last year. Every game, every women's game you go to. Now, I know uh, Utah Falcons, they sell out crowd. Uh, team up in Minnesota, uh, I think, get the big sellout crowd. Patisha even told me last year they had huge crowds. 
and I'm for it. I love it. But I'm telling you, all the other women's games that I've personally been to wasn't very many people there. I mean, when I say very many people, I mean maybe a quarter of one side of the stands may have somebody in it. Uh, why Why couldn't there be, um, you know, I, I just don't get why we can't get the support. That, I guess that's what I'm asking. And if anybody out there has any ideas about this, let us know. I'm telling you, we, we need to help the sport. I mean, that that's what we need to help. That's another thing. I'd like to I'd love to see any of these girls play in front of huge sell out crowd. For once, I'd be tickled to death to see my team play in front of a crowd like I played in in high school. And we were terrible people. I'm telling you. You win two football games in four years, you're terrible. I don't care what league you play in. Now, they were tough teams we were playing. Every week, the teams we were playing would be about like us playing uh, Dallas Elite or the Washington Pro- or Prodigy or the uh, D.C. Divas or Passion and all that. They were that much better than us. But some of those games we should have won, we didn't win. So we've played in sellout crowds every single Friday night. Why can't you know? Uh, why can't these girls get to you know do the same thing? I'm telling you, if you watch those games on this live stream, man, you're gonna see there's some real players in this women's football league. I'm telling you. Uh, not just in this league, but all these teams. There's some great players uh, across the country, and I, I don't get it. And it really, um, it really bothers me that you know they they can't get the support that they need. So uh, uh, you know they. I just don't. I don't get it. You know and. Uh, uh, I, it just it just hurts me really, and I I fought with it, and I fought with it, I thought thought of everything I could think of to uh, try and get people there, and you know I don't know if they think it's not for real or or what, but I mean you just can't uh, seem to get get people to come unless um, you know there's. Um, a kid involved, and, and most of the time their kids ain't worth 10 cents. They stand over on the bench the whole time uh, wiping up water off the, that the starters spilled on the floor. They're sitting over at the towel. But, man, they pack it in to take pictures of that. Uh, don't get it, folks. I just, you know, I really don't. And it it, it does bother me. It's bothered me for a long time. Um, I'm, I'm wanting to turn that around. I'm just here to tell you, I want to turn that around. I want to, everywhere I go to play, I want to, I'd love to see a sellout crowd. My team probably be so nervous they couldn't snap the ball, but that's beyond the, uh, the point. You know what I mean? I'd love to see every time a, a team comes to us to play, we got the stands full. Um, we played in front of a decent crowd or two. But uh, I, I don't get it. These, these women work hard. Uh, they deserve it. And I'm telling you, if you think you're out there listening and you didn't come to the game or you haven't seen those games, 
I want you to watch those games on the video guys live streaming that he did. They were great football games, no matter who's playing, men, women, kids, whoever. Great, great football games. So, you know, support them. I mean, it's uh, it's crazy. Um, so, I don't know how these teams do it. I know Utah, uh, they have uh, they've got some women's league out there that they're growing and and uh, that probably helps them, but uh, I heard that Minnesota, what, a couple of years ago, that they they hosted maybe the New York Sharks went there to play. I, I'm not sure about all this, but in a playoff game, and uh, shoot, I, I believe the, uh, they said there was around 10,000 people there at that game. Man, can you imagine that? Can you imagine, um, you know, walking – Walking out there with the, with these girls that are used to playing in front of a hundred people, hundred fifty, and there'll be ten thousand people out there screaming the dollars. How, how great would that be? You know, um, so it uh, it would it would be awesome. So I I just I wish we could do something about it. And you know, maybe anybody's got any ideas out there besides me, uh, send them to us. We'll try. You know, if you want to help, be glad to glad to let you help these uh, uh, these teams wherever wherever you are. These teams need help. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm sure they need sponsors. And uh, you know, I, I think about I seen when I looked at those rosters the other day, and I'm going down through there and I see I don't know for one team in general they got. 23 players, and they got two or three GMs, and then they got a, a guy that just does pictures, and then they got a, uh, they bring their own water boy, and then they got four or five coaches, and thinking, man, that's, you know what? That's great, and that's, that is great. I love it. I want to see these, um, I want to see enters like that, you know? Now, we do have, we do have some people. Uh, of people that uh, that doesn't have anything to do with the team as far as a kid playing or family member playing or something. And, uh, um, you know, uh, girls Jennifer went to school with, uh, Lori Booher and uh, Denise Tantham, Tantham, how do you say their last name? Uh, they come and help a lot. And uh, Megan Bailey's mom helps a lot. And Haley Hughes' mom helps. Uh, but they play, so you know we get we get their help through through them playing. But those other two, they don't have anything to do with, it. so they come and you know help us take up money and stuff at the gate. Uh, we do we take whoever we can get to take pictures or or film the game, whatever you know. And I just I love it when I see these rosters and. I see all this stuff and all these people coming to help. I said, man, that's that's good. You got wanting to help you. You got people traveling with you. I love. I mean, I I really do. That's uh, that's what it's about. You know, maybe that's what it's gonna uh, take to uh, get get the ball rolling. You know, um, it it just seems to me. Now I I could be wrong, and I'm I'm one of these people that. I, when I was in elementary school, I played against a girl 
on an elementary team that she was a quarterback. Now, I was like in the fourth grade, and she was like in the fifth grade, and she was, at that time, probably one of the best athletes on the field. Um, then as you, you know, as you grow older, the boys get more mature, and she quit playing. So as one of those people growing up, that was the only girl that I knew that ever played football around where I was. So it never was um, an idea pitched out there, hey, this on this football team. Because mainly all you ever heard was, hey, you can't play, you can't play, you can't play. But it, it seems unfair that during their prime years, these ladies, especially I have several members of my team right now that are in their 30s, that didn't even get planned that they were in their 30s. You know, they missed out so much because of this. It just seems unfair that, that everybody is willing to watch men play, and, and it's the NFL, you know, and it's a joke. But they're willing to spend, people spend bukus and bukus of money traveling the dang NFL game. It's like a circus. I mean, it really is like a circus. There's nothing hardly football about it anymore. And you pay big money, and you go watch an NFL game, there's 60 or 70,000 people there, and they give a, a half-hearted effort. They can't play because they broke their fingernail today, and it's taped up, they're on injured reserve. And we got girls out here uh, taping their leg back together with splints playing the whole dang game, and we can't even get nobody to come there and watch them. It's, it's unreal, people. I, I'm serious. It's it, it's beyond unreal to me. Uh, and I'm one of those guys that, that play football, and I get it. Trust me. I don't know why we can't why we can't get that support. I mean, you know, like the other day, we, we've been using this practice field forever. It's never been a problem. Now, all of a sudden, the uh, you know, well, everybody else can go. You, you got a football team, that ain't, a middle school team, that ain't worth the crap. Coaches don't know the difference from football or baseball. He coaches baseball and football, and he probably don't know what sport's going on. And all of a sudden, he don't want us using the field. Now, they use it for us to practice football and baseball, but they don't like the idea that we win or do things right. So he tells Francois, well, women's football, that's really nothing to do with the, with the sporting and, and the ac- uh, academics or whatever, kids-wise, school-wise, whatever he said. I don't know. He talked to me for, uh, you know, I just think it's a good thing he called her, not me, because he sure wouldn't like what I had to tell him. And when I get home, I'm going to the county meeting to talk to him about and This is just exactly what I'm talking about. Here we are trying to do things great. And because it's not school-oriented, we can't we can't use the field. Even though it's a county field, we live in that county, we just paid county taxes, we have insurance better than I don't know how many millions of dollars of insurance we have, they tell us we can't use the field because we're not affiliated with the school. People, that's what I'm talking about. We have got to change this. We've got to change the mindset of of these people in these situations. Now, again, I don't know how you do it. Probably sure not the way I do it. Lose my tool, go over and uh, give them a, a good lashing out, and you never get nothing done. 
but I'm going to tell them anyway. Um, so I don't, I don't get it, and I, I want to, I want to get it. You know what I mean? I really, I want to get it for these ladies. It has nothing to do with me. Period. I promise. I, I played in in those situations. I'm telling you, I used to run out every Friday night to a packed crowd, and we, and we get beat fifty to nothing. Yet they fill the stand. Half the people, I, I say it all the time. UT, University of Tennessee, um, I'll never forget. We were uh, going to Chattanooga when Jennifer played. We drive right by there. You can't even hardly get through Knoxville, Tennessee, because the traffic's so thick. And I said, what in the world's going on? Jennifer said, all the UT spring games today. I said, well, what do you mean spring game? Orange and white game. Sixty-some thousand people drive from all over the state of Tennessee to watch a scrimmage of the UT Volunteers. A scrimmage, folks. An orange inter-mural team scrimmage. Sixty-seven thousand people show up to watch that thing. We finally get through there, get down to Chattanooga, these women are playing, and as a matter of fact, Atlanta Phoenix came up to play, which is a good football team. There might have been 67 people at that game. And and I just, you know, even back then, I just I just shook my head. I, I don't get it. I, I, I don't get it. I say this all the time, and I stand behind it. I use you to an example because they're right there near where we live. Leland Stadium holds 108,000. I bet 100,000 of those 108,000 have no idea what's even going on with the football team until the announcer hollers or, or the crowd, crowd stands up hollers. But because it's UT football, saying they pack her in there every time they play a game, I, I, I don't get it. I know we're not on that caliber. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that at all. But the mindset of people is they pay, spend a lot of money to go watch team play amongst themselves in an orange and white game that you know they're not going to do anything, but they won't support women's football. I don't, I don't get it, folks. Uh, I, I really don't. So. I don't know. Um, I'm gonna give uh, Ebony a couple more minutes to call in. She ain't. I got a, a few questions here to answer. Um, let us know about this live stream. Um, think uh, video guy might be interested in uh, doing it. Sounds like he's uh, got the wheels turning. Uh, let let us know what you're thinking. We might be able to. Work something out. Um, you know, it's just like this show right here. Um, I just, I just asked the woman, "Hey, what do you, what do you get out of all the headache of doing this?" You know, it's a lot of work for her. I, I got the easy part. It is a lot of work for her to do all this. She said the satisfaction, get to keep in touch with women's football, what's going on, satisfaction. Folks, we need more people like that in this world because everybody wants to do something as an angle of, of how to get rich. Oh, I like to get rich too. Shoot, I'd, I'd like to be able to sit here and tell you I'm making a hundred thousand dollars a year. 
doing this. Hey, I'd be tickled to death. But in all reality, it, it, it doesn't pay anything because we're doing it because of something we love. Yeah, who knows what happens sometimes. But we're doing it because of what we love. And, you know, that's that's what I'm talking about, these girls. They, they're playing because they love to, to play the sport. I'd love to be able to um, help them in, in every way. I'll, I'll tell you, I'd love to be in financial shape to rent a charter bus every time um, we we travel somewhere. I'd love it. I, I wish that we were in that kind of shape to where we could to let these girls experience, hey, man, what it's really like to be um, a, a football player, not just a women's football, a football player. You know, it it's great. I mean, I didn't tra- travel on no charter buses when I played, but you know what? When, before, when I played, again, folks, I want to tell you, we were terrible. I don't want to give you no misconceptions. Now, I thought I was pretty good. I had a few good players, but as a whole, we were terrible. You win and you lose as a whole. It don't matter how good you are. One or two people will not win football games. Um, but before every home game, from the time that I was a freshman in high school till I graduated high school, Every home game, we had a pregame meal. Every, from when I played varsity, from a sophomore, well, parts when I was a freshman, I got to dress on some of the varsity. Every Friday night before we played, right after school, we got on the team bus that was painted our colors, and we went to a steakhouse back then in Bristol, Tennessee, called Bonanza, and we had a steak for pregame meal. I promise you, people. I eat better on those Fridays than I ever did any other time when when we played football and before a game. Then we come back, play in front of these packed crowds, and we were terrible. I'd love to be able to, uh, you know, do that for our girl. Hey, before we meet, let's go. Let's go down here to local steakhouse and and feed all you girls. Hey, we're gonna. Uh, we're leaving this coming Saturday to go to Fayetteville. We're going to leave it uh, early in the morning so we can get there. I'd love for everybody to roll up on that charter bus and be able to sleep most of the way over there and uh, rest and uh, talk about some football, watch some film, all that. You got a bathroom. Man, that, wouldn't that be great? It is great. Some of these teams get the experience, and, hey, I'm glad for you. I'm not mad about it. I'm happy about it. I'm mad because we can't do it, but I'm happy for you. It's you're showing you're showing uh, how things ought to be done, and I love. It. Uh, just wish we were in that financial shape. Yeah, I just wish I was personally. I'd do it, do it for our team ourselves. You know, most of these teams are are like our team, a five hundred one c three nonprofit, and uh, you know, just getting anybody to help you. Um, do anything is tough. So, you know, it's like I was telling JC here, you get, you, uh, you're doing this and a lot of work for nothing, you know, and I'm sure putting up with somebody's aggravating at me, you ask my wife, probably ain't the kind of thing in the world. So, uh, you, you get nothing from it, much hard work. And I point blank just ask her, hey, what do you get doing all this work? She said, this is satisfaction. Keeping in touch in the latest to women's football. 
Now that's man, that's that's great. That that's what we need in the sport. That's what that's the attitude that you know we need to have. And, um, you know, it just seems like every every corner you turn, somebody you do something, or you ask somebody to do something, they want to get rich off of you for doing it. Nobody wants to do anything just because it's the right thing to do uh, or to help people out. So, um, thank you know I can't thank JC Hawks enough uh, for for doing all all this and uh, uh, putting these shows together, giving us an opportunity to to grow women's football, giving us opportunity to help our uh, league out, to help our local teams out. Um, to let these teams get on here and, and uh, talk about themselves and and all that. So, um, you know, to be able to – for her to be able to do that and, uh, you know, just get satisfaction out of it is beyond really nice, you know, just from her. So uh, everybody ought to be uh, sending her thank you messages and or uh, all that stuff, roses, whatever she likes. Uh, I know we sent her some team apparel, uh, so we we appreciate. It. I mean, honestly, I can't I can't say enough that you know I'm not the best at this, and this is not my wheelhouse. But I figured, hey, I'm I'm passionate about the game. Why not give it a chance? Maybe I can help. Maybe it's something I can get out there. Uh, maybe I can help these teams. Why not do it? That's why I do it. So you know, me and her sort of got the same. Same goals in mind. Um, I'd say I know I'm hard to get along with a lot of times. I don't sugarcoat things. I just say what comes to my mind and tell it like it is. So um, I appreciate the hard work and and people's dedication to things that they're passionate about when it doesn't pay anything. You know, it's like like coaches. Um, A lot of these girls on these teams – bitch and complain about the coach. Well let me tell you something. How many coaches in in high school coach for free? I can tell you none. How many in middle school coach for free? None. These are paid positions, people. So when you start complaining about your coaches you don't like them, or they're this, or they're that. Just remember, they're there just trying to help you. They're there because just what I'm talking about, people like myself, like J.C., just because they love the sport. They're there donating their time, costing them money to come and help coach you, trying to get you better, trying to enjoy the sport. They get nothing from it but the satisfaction. So, you know, don't always just think everything's hunky-dory, it's all about the money, this, that, and other. And for a lot of people, it is. And I'm sure if I'd ask every one of my assistants, hey, hey, I got an extra $6,000 here to split up with you. Y'all want to split it or you want to do it for free? They're going to want to split that money, and I don't blame them. But every year, they say, hey, man, can we help again? We love it. And you know what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? They're there for your benefit. So it may not always be the uh, right words that they say. It might always not uh, be what you want to hear. But just remember, they're there for you. 
and not get paid for it. Take a lot of abuse from people like me and not get paid for it. So remember that, people, that not everybody is all about money. Not everything is all about money. There's still people, good people in this country that believe in doing things uh, for satisfaction, like J.C., uh, like myself. Um, I've not, we've never made a dime off of any of our team stuff. We're a nonprofit. We lose money every year uh, over. We do it because we love football. Um, so, you know, think about this stuff, people. Think about it. You know, and I'm telling you, I'm going to, a lot of these people that uh, I was talking about earlier that ain't been supporting women's football or our team, they just think I was an SOB before. They don't show up to the next home game or something we got. They're really going to know what kind of SOB Dave Johnson is. So I'm going to call them out. I don't believe. I'm telling you, I go watch wrestling matches because my friends coach them. I, I, I have no no idea about wrestling. If you've ever been to a high school wrestling match, it's about as interesting as watching paint dry for me. But I go because my friend is the head coach. And I talked to him today. You know, and he's man, I was trying to get up there. And they said, no, no, he's a, he's a free speaker just like me. He'll tell it to you just like he is. And I told him the same thing. It's all right, man, we got three more home games. And I proceeded to tell him all about what I'm going to tell all these other people. I believe I spend a lot of money going and supporting all these snot-nosed kids that their parents, like I said, Oh, they're the greatest. They they win. They never see the the court or the field. I go help support all that. They're going to be supporting us, or they're going to get a mouthful from me. I'm just here to tell you, I don't care to to let her rip. And uh, and I'm doing it not just for my team. I'm doing it for women's football in general. I'd love to see 10,000 people there this weekend to watch those games. And I'm telling you, they wasn't nobody there, but I promise you this. All the people that support UT football, 108,000 strong, I will promise you this. You will not go see a football game any better than what you could have watched at the Stone Castle in Bristol, Tennessee on Saturday if you'd have been there. Not just one, but two games. The third game was sort of a game for a little while, and it got out of hand. But the other two games were great games, I promise you. You can't go anywhere and won't you cramp the men's or what? High school, pros, college, and watch any better games than what those two games were. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm sort of hot under the collar about it. Um, I want to help out. I want to know how to, to, to do that and uh, see to see these organizations doing everything they can to look professional, to do it right. The Pumas, Savages, the Gators, Prodigy, the Heat, travel all the way from Houston, Texas, uh, come here and play, travel in those bands, a long travel, come here and play these organizations, doing everything they can. we got to support them. We've got to support them. So, uh, that being said, I'm going to answer these questions. I guess Ebony had something to do and, couldn't come on tonight, so um, I didn't hear from her at all. Uh, I'm going to answer these few questions and uh, 
get off here tonight unless somebody calls in or has more questions for me to answer. So uh, give JC an early uh, break and uh, and uh, let her go enjoy her free time since she got so much of it, works a full-time job and puts up people like me three or four days a week. Um, but one of these questions is, all these are from the same person. How do you get four games in one day organized? Well, I'm going to tell you, it, it's hard. I mean, when when we actually um, took over the league, I had, you know, we didn't have but five weeks, I think, to get the playoffs set, uh, to get the championship done. Uh, by the time that it had done been set for all year. And uh, we worked hard, uh, pulled it off. Uh, I mean, I I think we did a good job. I'm not trying to pat myself on the back, but it was a lot of hard work, and I think we did a good job. And from that moment on, I, I always had the vision of, you know, when I was a senior in high school, was the first time we – uh, first time that I, I, I can remember uh, that we played in a jamboree. And uh, at that time, there was um, four county schools and four city schools in our league. And we each played the other one a quarter. And what they did was like there was uh, east, north, south, and central was the county schools. And uh, – Kingsport, Bristol, Johnson City, and Elizabethan were the city schools. And, like, the year we played, we played Bristol. And we played the second quarter thing. So the one of the county teams played the other team a quarter. Uh, the county was getting beat seven to nothing. And then we scored on the city school. I mean, you literally took the ball or the other team left it off. I mean, you might get the ball to the goal line on either side. Um, I think they probably changed it up some now, but that's the way it was when I played. And, you know, I, I, I thought about that, and, and maybe next year um, I've talked to a couple of these owners, and maybe next year early to do like uh, maybe in February, uh, early February to do to get some games where teams are having trouble finding scrimmages and stuff. We may do a little jamboree somewhere and uh, with women's football and sort of do it like that. You know, about three or four teams and divide up and play, uh, you know, four teams, two to play each other for a half and the other two to play a half and uh, do something like that. But anyway, I was thinking about that and I said, hey, let's just have some multiple games. It'd be cool. Nobody else did it. I don't know why. Well, I know why now. It's hard to get it all coordinated. Um, and get everybody there. And, I mean, yeah, we fell short of it because Detroit didn't make it. And I was really sad about that. Uh, not just they didn't make it, but, you know, sort of left a lot of people uh, in a bad mind, Fayetteville. Uh, they traveled all the way down there, spent a lot of money, stayed. Didn't come. Or, and then Detroit didn't come. I mean, it cost us, the league, a lot of money because they didn't show up. Had to pay refs. We're standing there waiting. Facility fees, lights, people. I mean, everything you do costs. So we had it organized. We thought about it. We had it planned. It was all good on paper. 
as long as everybody does what they say they're going to do, it would have been a great deal. Well, who did show up, it was still a great deal. Don't get me wrong. But getting back to the four games organized, it was tough. I mean, you know, because this one wants to play this one, and that wants to play that one, and so on and so on, you know. And, and I wanted to set it up to where, hey, like, we're not going to play the Pumas anymore. Uh, you know, set up for the Savages and Gators. They won't play uh, each other again until maybe the playoffs. And uh, it's going to be the same way for Detroit and Fayetteville. Uh, of course, um, Houston and, and uh, the Prodigy will play one more time uh, before the playoffs and champion. But that's just the way it wound up. But that was the mindset and the goal behind it. And, uh, hey, man, I thought it was a great idea. I still think it's a great idea. I think it was a, a great deal. Wish there had been a lot more people there. Uh, to watch it, uh, maybe next year, well, not maybe we're moving it next year to somewhere else. Um, I had a couple of the people inquire me about it, uh, wanting to do it. Uh, the championship game, probably going to have it same place with the, whoever hosts the thing. Um, we want the standards high. You know, I want to, um, we're going to be on, you know, the committee with whoever hosted and deciding who's going to come and play. And uh, we want to set it up, make it a great deal again. Um, you know, I'm not going to um, – I'm going to let them run it however they want to run it, but we're going to help them decide what teams are, are going to be there and try to really find the matchups because I what I had envisioned was three or four really great games was so close to being just that. Two of them were that. And uh, – that was the the reason behind it. So it takes a lot to get it done and uh, a lot of hard work behind the scenes. Um, Jennifer did really all the work. I just run off the mouth sometimes. She's the one that's on the, uh, the Facebook and social media and all these conference calls and doing that. I just sort of do like this show. She does the hard work. Now you don't her talk. It's sort of the same way that it works. But anyway, we own the league together, and that, that's how it happens. So um, it, it, it is hard, I want to say. But uh, it was it was worth it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Every person besides the Fayetteville people that were mad about them not getting to play, rightfully so, everybody else really, really loved it. Everybody else loved the concept. And the other teams sitting up there, mingling between them, getting to see uh, great games. One thing I was a little uh, unhappy about is, is you know, I wished all the teams would have stayed around to watch the other teams. I know travel keeps, you know, kept you from doing it, but that's going to be something next year that I want in in the, uh, you know, the deal to come here and play. You play first. I want you there the rest of the game, rest of the time to watch these teams because they're there, they're going to be there to watch you. I, I think that's only fair. Uh, that didn't happen. I was a little bummed out about that, um, but that's going to be one of the deals uh, for next year. Now, how much help does it require? Uh, let me tell you something. It, like I said, it requires uh, an announcer for each game. Um, it requires referees for each game. It requires help running the gates for each game. Uh, you got to have, uh, you know, an entrance for the players to be able to come through. And, and they're on the ro- – all that's on their roster and, and all their help. Um, 
you got to coordinate to have the, you know, eye tours there, and you got to have sideline help, you got to have chain crew people. It takes a lot of help, and you know that's one thing. Why I'm talking about, I did uh, a lot of my team members, team players stayed over and helped work the chains in some of those other games uh, when they didn't have to, and I, I appreciate that because some of our team members just bailed out as soon as we got beat. Um, I, trust me, I was just as upset as you are by getting beat, but, uh, you know, I'm I'm a team player. I like for you to, to be part of the team. We'll take it. Uh, was good and bad. Uh, some of them bailed out uh, as soon as the game was over. I wasn't happy about that. Still not happy about it. Um, so it takes a lot of help. And you, you take the help however, you know, uh, you can get it. So um, that's, I'm sure, again, goes back to what I was talking to about help is, you know, guys that, I went to school with this one guy, and I know he's a Sullivan East booster, and I went to school with his daughter, graduated school with to see him all the time. Um, oh, man, he'll he fight you to get up there to, to work the gate at a dang high school game. You tell him, hey, man, you playing? Oh, yeah, yeah, see you later. You know, one of them kind of deals. So it takes a lot of help, and, you, you know, you take it however you can get it. Um, I'm sure – uh, some of these teams have been in existence forever, or the teams that are in big marketplaces, or uh, teams that have several general managers. Uh, they probably know a lot more than um, what uh, we do. Maybe those GMs don't do anything but try to do that stuff. I don't know. You know, we we have jobs, and uh, hard for me to get out there and beat the bushes and and find all this help. And I'm not a really personable kind of guy to be getting people to help because I, I sort of have a sour attitude toward them for not even knowing about us or coming to support us. So, you know, when you're sort of sour about it, it's hard to ask for help. Uh, so it takes a lot of help. And, you know, I, I and again, just like J.C., all these people helped us for nothing. I mean, you know, I had a friend of mine for 20 years uh, come down, we couldn't find a soul to announce our game. Uh, had him, of course, he did a great job. Noted for 20 years, he used to uh, uh, announce team ropings and rodeos. He did a great job. Uh, he come down, you know, for, did it for nothing. And I said, hey, so then me and my two assistant coaches, we announced the other three between us, or other two between us. We're going to do the three. And uh, they did a great job as well, and we got it done. And again, you know, for nothing. And, you know, it goes right back to what I was talking about a coach. You know, one of our coaches was in the process of moving his in-laws, and he left the game and went to help move, and then comes back, helps announce while they get another truckload just so he could help. You know, when, when we can't even find people to help do it that can be there regular, he's running back and forth and don't get nothing for it, people. They just love the sport, and they're like us and want to, help it grow, get the satisfaction out of, um, um, you know, doing something with it. And that's what we're missing. So it takes a lot of help, people, a lot of it. And uh, we take it however we can get it. Now, let's see, what's the thing? How hard was it to get teams to travel there? Well, 
I think, you know, I think that the concept of it, um, it wasn't from the concept of it, it wasn't hard to get them to travel there because they were excited about the opportunity that it brings for, for women's football and their organization. I mean, being part of something that is, is is great for the sport, something that, you know, they say, hey, they're a part of that nobody else can be a part of. Um, I think that alone is enough. I think that teams like the Florida, North Florida Pumas uh, coming that have worked hard to get better, they want to come and prove to people, hey, we deserve to play in a game like this. We have a good organization. We have a good team. We deserve to be here. We want to be here. We want to put our team showcase on, uh, you know, out there, showcase our talent. And and they did. And I, I think that, you know, for the reason that they wanted to come is the reason they came and did well. You know, same way with Capital City, same way with the Lady Gators. I mean, everybody you talk to, you hear it in their voice, hey, we we want to win that championship. We feel, uh, you know, a, a prime time way to get started. So, you know, and for Houston, you know, it was um, uh, a last minute them trying to, you know, them getting their team together, trying to uh, get in the league. And I'd actually, you know, we'd done had almost had the schedule made, and and I just told him, I said, man, we, and I was honest with him, and he'll tell you, I said, hey, you know what, we can. Probably worked in there, but I can't. I can't promise you very many home games. I mean, you're, we done set this deal up, and and everybody's already sort of laid the groundwork of what they're doing. And you know, actually, they got to travel like five or six times this year, and they're only going to get to play two or three home games. And I'm talking about traveling a long way, folks. I'm not talking about five, uh, five or six hours. I'm talking about. Their closest games gonna be like seven hundred some miles. So, you know, for them to step up and say, "Hey, if those spots are not all filled, we definitely want to be a part of that." Um, so it's sort of kind of the deal. I think the product uh, sold itself. Um, it just uh, was a, uh, you know, they. It, it just kind of the deal. The product was out there, you know. One of them type deals. You go to sell some cars, and they're so nice that they sell themselves. Some just beat banged up. You gotta really work hard to sell them. Well, it's sort of like this. I think these teams realized the opportunity, and they jumped on it. So it was a. Uh, it wasn't that hard to get them to travel. Now it's hard to come up with the funds, uh, the stay, and the travel. You know, I, I don't have any idea. Uh, what it cost, I'm sure next year I will have an idea because wherever it's going to be, we're going to have to travel to there and have to uh, pay for the fuel and gas and motel, so I'm sure I'm going to know. All right, let's see. i got a couple more questions here. How are the teams picked to play in the, in the kickoff class? Well, the, again, the, the first thing I wanted to do, my first initial thing was to set up a deal where they wouldn't play during the year. Well, it almost worked out that way, except for one. If one of the teams that if the Queens could have could have played, we might have been able to mangle that around and pull it off, but to mangle it around. But 
the other, I wanted really, I wanted all the games to be really good. I mean, I, I mean, I can't tell you how much I would love to win that game in any fashion. And any coach tell you, hey, I like to win and not be sitting there sweating blood that I'm gonna win or lose this game. But that's what people want. That's what the sport needs. People getting beat by 70 or 80 every game is not good for the sports, not good for the league. And I didn't want that. I wanted I wanted good games. So the teams that I picked, I, I sort of looked at them and I said, hey, these teams are sort of alike. They, they'd be a good matchup. And all of them sort of, you know, matched up that way. Uh, now, Houston, like I said, I didn't know about them. Uh, he was just – uh, joined, you know, later in their bass said, hey, I want to be a part of it. Be, we'll be happy to come that long way and play. And I said, yes, sir, be glad to have you. And that's how that came about. Um, so that's how I picked them teams, and that's how we uh, matched them up. So I think I think we did a, good, a great job with it. I hate like the devil that Detroit didn't make it because I think that game was going to be just like the other two games. Um, that it was going to be a, a nail-biter. Those teams sort of have the same kind of athletes and stuff. So I, I think those would have been great games. Uh, so that's how that came about. Um, so the next year, will let's see, next year will there be different teams? Well, you know, each year, you know, and it's like I was talking to uh, a GM today, and, you know, each year, well, for instance, Houston. I want I want to go there first. Um, again, they're not playing anybody close. We're hoping uh, that next year we get some teams closer to them, you know. And um, Florida, we're hoping to get. Even though Jacksonville, Florida, is closer to me than Lansing, Michigan, than Detroit, Michigan, uh, we're still hoping to get teams closer to them, you know. We're hoping to um, get – we have several teams like Fayetteville and Carolina and Hampton Roads and Washington Prodigy and all of them are not too far apart. I'd like to get a few teams that are in the north region. Um, and and you know what? Maybe, um, maybe next year we can, um, you know, have a – have a weekend of it like we did here, and uh, we who knows what maybe have one out west and uh, one down south or, or whatever. Um, sure, some of the same teams will be involved um, and maybe play each other. You know, maybe to become a, a big rival because they're in different divisions. Uh, maybe it'll be uh, something like that where they become uh, great rivals for each other because they only play each other one time through the year and each game is so close. But one thing for sure, no matter where we have it, no matter uh, where it's at, whether it be in, in uh, Florida or Virginia, North Carolina, Texas, Washington, North, wherever, no matter where it's at, the first thing I want to do is I want to make sure from each team that they understand, hey, the game start first game starts at eleven. I want you there watching that game. Second game starts 
I want these teams that are supporting the other teams. I think that is only going to help us. Now, I know our game, the of course, the Gators and the Savages played after us. It turned out Fayetteville was there ready to play. Fayetteville was actually the only team that probably supported everybody, and they didn't even get to freaking play, and that's bad. Uh, but I want to make sure that these teams understand, even though it's a lot of travel and a lot of burden, I want to make sure that you support the other teams. And I think, I mean, how can we – how can we grow the sport when we won't support each other? You see what I'm saying? Just because we need to get on road there again, we're you know we're forgetting about the big picture because of a, uh, because of money here. So maybe it's the situation. Well, hey Dave, we can't do it because we can't stay there. Well, okay, then we'll find somebody that can. That's my mindset. Um, I want to be able to uh, everyone every game to have the other teams there watch them. So when we pick these teams next year, um, that's going to be one thing that comes up in it. So that's, for me, that's one of the uh, factors that's going to come from from picking these teams. Uh, Again, I want to make sure that we have great matchups set for them um, so that they maybe we can get games like we we had this weekend, and uh, that that's great. So those two things um, are are going to be some deciding factors. Now you know we have I said we have a couple. I have already had a couple of uh, team team owners, GMs, however you want to say it. Um, you know, talk to me a little bit about it. And nothing sets the owners like I told them, hey, after the after the championship All Star game, we'll have a league meeting. But I do want to go ahead and get, you know, after the 2018 season officially ends, which will be in in July, I want to go ahead uh, pretty close to that. Get get whoever's going to host these set so they can go to working on them. You know, maybe they can do a better job advertising than what we did. I mean, I doubt they can find a better place to play than what we had, but maybe they can do a better job than we did of getting people there and uh, that kind of stuff. I mean, I I think we did a good job. You can't make people come. uh, and That's the sad part. Um, Everything else, I I thought we did a great job. Yeah, I'm not trying to pat myself on the back, just facts. Um, and and that's the kind of the, you know the reason we wanted to do it is to say hey here's here's what we expect here's what we're looking looking for the standards are this and if you can meet those standards then you're you qualify to do it you know and and so that that's sort of uh, where we're at and uh, you know you don't know from one year to the next who you're going to get in your league you might um, half these teams might bail out and go back to one of the other leagues. And then you might get half half uh, of other teams come back from those other leagues. So you don't know. It's hard for me to speculate, but uh, I do have a good idea that both of the teams that uh, approach me about it, I think they're for sure going to be here uh, in our league. They, they seem awful happy 
um, which I'm glad. We're glad to have them. Um, and I know everything, look, everything in life, you, you don't get your way on, you know, and I, I can't sit here and tell you that, um, you know, every team was happy or great about everything that went wrong. But all I can tell you is the majority, and that's all you can try to, to do is please the majority. And the majority of the people were happy. So, you know, there's probably going to be some people say, well, I didn't think it was that good. And, and, and that's always going to be the case. And that's fine. You're, everybody's got their opinion, and, and you're sure right to yours. But um, I want to make sure that the standard is this. I want to make sure that these teams know what we expect of them from this way. You know what? I just assumed – I never even thought about it. I just assumed that these teams uh, – would hang around and, and watch each other. But, I mean, I assume wrong because, like I said, as soon as it's over, half of my team or more bailed out too. So, um, But that won't happen next year uh, because we're going to play in it. And if they're going to play in it, they're going to hang around and watch. So um, I, I, can, I can bet you on that. Um, I wasn't very happy about it. Um, so your your hometown, your home team supporting it, and you can't even help them uh, support it. So, no, I wasn't happy with that at all. And then, you know, I wasn't happy that the rest of those teams bailed on everybody else or the late teams didn't show up in time to watch the early teams. Um, I know travel's tough, but, hey, you agreed to come. Agree to be there the whole time. So, you know, maybe we don't have four games next year. Maybe we have three games. Maybe even we just have two games. Who knows? But I promise you, who, how many ever games we got, those teams are going to be on board of what's going to happen, or they won't won't be there. So, that's the that's the standards. They're set high. Um, I told told one of those people today. Uh, hey, you know what? We're 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 going to work our ass off to to do the best we can with this league. I'm not going to promise you anything that I can't deliver. Uh, all I can promise you is we're going to try our best to be fair in every single way, and I want the same thing from every single team. I get not everything goes your way. Sometimes, you know what, you, you, you get a bunch of people together, everybody wants to go eat at a place, you don't like it, guess what? Let's hunker down and go eat there because you don't always get your way, okay? What about all the times you do get your way? Do you ever think about that? So, look, it's just the way things work in this country, and uh, these leagues are are none other. I want everybody to feel like that, hey, I'm here for your team. I mean, I, I couldn't tell you enough how bad it hurts, still hurts, that we lost that game, but I find the way because it's the right thing to do, and I and I feel like to to be a good winner. Uh, I'm a bad loser, by the way. But to be a good winner, you have to be able to see the right thing. And and several years ago, I would have never been able to do it. It's taken me years um, to to get this way. But you look at the big picture, and uh, I've congratulated the North Florida Pumas plenty of times, actually. Even presented after we got beat, even presented them the winner's trophy. And if that ain't hard to do, I'll let somebody try it any day they want to. So uh, we're trying our best to be fair, uh, to do what we say. Things happen, you know. It's like Detroit. 
I, I want to, I'd like to, you know, I can't tell you what I'd like to do to them for, for missing that. But you know what? They say the circumstances couldn't be helped. So I find out different. That's all I have to go on, you know? And, I mean, I, it does hurt me to see that it screwed up the whole deal. It, it put Fayetteville in a bad position. But what do we do about it? You know, that's the next step. Well, we've got to find out exactly what happened. we got to find out, if, you know, exactly what went on. We can't just assume. Um, I mean, I'm going to travel this weekend. Uh, we got an old team, man. That, that thing can break down just as easily. Then what? You know, I can tell you this, the difference between me and what happened is I'm going to be on the phone. As soon as it breaks down, it ain't something we can fix easily or it ain't something we can get somebody out there to fix right away. We're going to be granting cars. We're going to be finding somebody. We're going to play football. Uh, you know, I might have to talk, hey, we're going to be 10 minutes later, what, we turn the and tore up, but we're coming to play football. And so – yeah, I mean, it, it puts a bad taste in uh, Fayetteville's mouth, put a bad taste in my mouth. Uh, cost cost the league a lot of money that they don't have uh, just for uh, somebody not to show up. I don't think they intentionally did it, but never mind, they didn't show up. And uh, other than that, I thought that the thing went off without a hitch. Um, everybody uh, sort of sort of did what they were asked of. Um, I know you you know, you go to play and you forget a lot of things, so but for the most part it was it well, I mean it was a great deal even though they didn't show up. Uh, it was a great great deal. I'm happy we did it. Um I'm glad somebody else is gonna be hosting it next year that we can go um uh, help and support as a as the league and, and maybe play a game play a game in it. If not if our team ain't uh, worthy enough to play in it, then we'll go uh, help and support whoever puts it on as the league. And uh, you know that's that's what we're about. We're we're gonna help the these teams out the best we possibly can. And uh, you know I need their help as much, as along the way um, because everything's not gonna be. Uh, you know, great. I heard some of these people in the crowd talking about the refs and this, that, and the other. Well, guess what, people? When you start having to pay all these refs for um, to do these games, you'll just take and get whatever you can get to. And, uh, you know, they do the best they can. Uh, I, I felt like that nobody – I know we sure didn't get any breaks. And uh, I've seen some other stuff that got by that was for your team. So it usually works out in the end. Uh, it, it is what it is, people. Uh, everybody's there. Uh, I mean, you get a bank, uh, you get a college ref or something, they charge you about 500 a piece a day or something. So, you know, paying a $100 a day uh, to a high school ref is a heck of a lot cheaper than paying 500 a day for a, for a dang college ref. So, um you got to, you just got to look overlook some people, but as far as the whole thing, it went great. I thought we sure had a lot of fun. I know it's a lot of hard work, um, a lot of aggravation. You know, it's really, it's really tough. Um, these teams that um, have several GMs, and that kind of stuff, they're better suited to host something like that 
than we are because we don't have those GMs. Everything falls on me and Jennifer. I mean, all we have is, is me and her, and she plays, and I coach, and, and then we have players, and then we just have a couple of people that help outside of that. So, yeah, it's easier for these other teams to host an event like that when they have plenty of GM help and where the coaches can just coach and the players can just play. And uh takes a lot of burden uh, off of us. Off of Not that it affected me, but, you know, I can see that mentally – before the game started, it really affected Jennifer. I'm around here, I'm around there. Uh, do you remember this? Do you forget that? Um, you know, we played, we played, I don't know how long before I, I didn't even have my play sheet in my hand. I had to go to the van uh, after we first started to get my play sheet because I left it over. So, yeah, it gets hectic. And, you know, if we can, um, you know, I want to be able to help them without having to. Uh, maybe do it all ourselves. So, um, but we—I thought we did the best we could. Thought it was a great job, uh, great deal. All the teams that I talked to seemed to like it. They had fun, uh, and I know if you were a winner, you really had fun. <clears throat> Congratulations to you again. Um, can't say it enough. Um, hey, we got to bounce back. Um, teams that got beat, you got to bounce back. That's all there is to it. Said it. Last week, I'll say it again this week, no matter who won those games, they didn't win the championship on Saturday. Uh, it's a long season. There's New England Patriots made the Super Bowl this year. They they got blew out their first game. So nothing set in stone. It, it just means you control your own destiny. Um, you have to work harder. That's my message to my team. That's my message to these other teams. So, uh Anyway, I don't guess we got any more questions or anybody's calling in. I guess Ebony skipped out on us. I don't know why, but uh, I've just given her an opportunity to promote her team uh, before they went and played, like I did the rest of them. Um, so she didn't take it. That's, that's on her. Um, but uh, I want to wish everybody that's playing this coming weekend, not just in the USWFL, but in women's football period. If you're playing this weekend, I want to wish you all the luck. Um, I hope everybody stays healthy and, and have some great games. Again, um, try to let us know some way, somehow, um, about this live feed. Uh, if you want to live stream, if you'd like to see this show on live stream uh, or whatever, uh, let us know. Your thoughts, uh, JC? Do you have any idea how we might go about that? Hey, Coach. Hello. Hey. Yes. Um, well, the only thing I could think of, the only thing I could think of, is you do live stream and you still do radio, so that way you can get callers in. Right. How How would we know? Uh, how would we know if people are interested in doing that? I, I think wasn't that the question? How is, is there anybody out there? I mean, are we looking to see how many people are interested in doing it before we decide to do it? Well, we can promote both of them. We can still do the radio and do the live stream, and we can promote it together and, and include both links. Right. I, I understand that, but what I'm saying is, are we looking for support before we say we're going to do it? That's what I'm saying. 
No, I would just try it and see how it works. Oh, okay, okay, there you go. Okay, that's what I was. So we're not looking for people to send in in things to or uh, in suggesting, hey, we'd like it or no, we wouldn't. We're just gonna maybe try it or something and see how it works. Is that the way it's gonna go? Yeah, and I can get a hold of the video guy and talk to him in more detail. Yeah, you're you're the brains of this outfit. I'm just uh, I'm just the fluffy. <laughs> You're you're the strings, I'm the puppet. You're pulling them, I'm dismounting them. So you let me know <laughs> how how that works. So, okay, uh, sure. but uh, all right, I appreciate it. Um, but uh, yeah, maybe that'll maybe that'll be something uh, that'll work out good. One thing I did have just got reminded: the Detroit and Houston game was. Houston was supposed to travel to Detroit this week. Um, before the season even started, they had moved that game. We had moved that game to June the 16th. It had nothing to do with Detroit not showing up this past weekend. It had already been moved. That's why those two are having a bye this week. Um, Detroit, uh, Houston's got to travel to Detroit, which is another long way after them coming here. I think, you know, it's time they realized they didn't realize how far it was maybe. So that game is actually moved to June the 16th uh, in Detroit. So um, don't everybody panic. So, I mean, they're, they're done taking their game. It's nothing like that. It was already a done deal. Um, I just forgot to mention it. So uh, no more questions, suggestions, or, or anything I need to do. I'm going to get off here. Uh, like I said, again, we need to thank, really thank people like JC, um, this video guy. Uh, he's wanting to, you know, obviously uh, he had a great time this past weekend, too. He, he's grown to love women's football. He's even called into the show time or two, and, and he's wanting to help. And uh, we need to thank people like that. We need to take advantage of it. Uh, people that just do it because they, they love the sport and uh that so if you get a chance send thank you to these people uh look them up on facebook thank them like them whatever y'all do on that social media stuff and uh let them know you support them let them know you appreciate them uh i just send them a message if i know them or call them so i can't just do that but maybe i can do it in my show here but uh i do appreciate everybody listening uh questions and call-ins and uh uh, all the information out there, and good luck to everybody. And uh, till next Tuesday, I guess we'll see you then.